This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 87, Can I Be Happy with a Man Who Isn't Funny? by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. And I'm Joss Marie, the girl who brings you all things relationships. Here on the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily, I narrate to you for free every Monday through Friday from some of the best relationship blogs on the planet. I cover dating, breakups, parenting, marriage, you name it, as long as it's in the realm of relationships. Today, I have a post from Evan Mark Katz all about whether or not one of his readers should be with a man who doesn't make her laugh. If you have a certain topic or author you'd like me to cover here on the show, please let us know. You can get in touch with us right at oldpodcast.com or by joining our Facebook group. To join, simply search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. But without further ado, let's hear today's post by Evan Mark Katz and start optimizing your life. Can I Be Happy with a Man Who Isn't Funny? by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Quote, Hi Evan, in my search for relationship advice, I have found your perspective so insightful and real, much better than advice from friends that mainly includes don't settle and follow your heart or gut. I'm 31 years old and I've been with my boyfriend for over a year. We both feel that communication and respect are most important in a relationship and have many shared interests. My boyfriend is an amazing listener. He's kind and caring, treats family and friends well, and has a calm yet serious personality that complements my emotional personality, which flusters easily. However, he is not funny. I grew up in a home where the men have sharp wit, make puns, tell entertaining stories, and speak fluent sarcasm. Life in general is addressed with a side of humor. I am drawn to people with this sense of humor, from friends and coworkers to strangers and customers. I love the challenge and excitement that witty banter provides me. I find it's my way of connecting with people. In looking back at my long-term romantic relationships, the guys were always kind, caring, and sensitive, something I find desirable and comfortable, but they've never been the life of the party, making me double over in laughter. I've always been the one to end each relationship. My current relationship is not completely lacking laughter, but I am often consumed with thoughts of, can I live my whole life with a man who will never have a witty comeback? Because we have such open communication, I've been able to explain my feelings to him. It has not upset him that I'm still unsure in our relationship, but for me, it has been causing stress from indecision. I'm the type of person to overanalyze and question everything in life. I realize I cannot change my boyfriend's sense of humor. I'm not getting any younger and hate the thought of breaking off an otherwise great relationship. The stress on me from constantly questioning a future decision to marry my boyfriend is not helpful toward furthering what could be an amazing relationship. How do I find a way to shake this nagging feeling that marrying him may be a wrong decision because of our humor gap? Or is this difference in our senses of humor a deal breaker? Thank you for a new perspective. Kelly. End quote. Dear Kelly, six years of blogging and this is the first I've gotten this question. 
Humor is a pillar of many relationships, and I certainly wouldn't want to be trapped for life in a humorless marriage. The irony is that you can pretty much substitute anything for humor, and your question reads the same way. Is this difference in our income, religion, strive a deal breaker? In other words, Kelly, if you make it a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. If you don't, it's not. It's not much more complicated than that. But I think it's important to go deeper, to see that this isn't a black and white issue. Just as I tell women that a man can make less than you and still be a financial asset in a marriage, I would remind you that there are many nuances to humor. You sort of acknowledge this when you wrote, My current relationship is not completely lacking laughter, but the double negative makes it sound probably worse than it is. So let me, a former comedy writer, riff on what I think you should actually consider when it comes to humor. Number one, you want a partner who gets the joke. This is a non-negotiable. If you think you're funny, you'd better be with someone who actually agrees with you. My former writing partner had a girlfriend who thought he was cute and smart, but didn't find him funny at all. This drove him crazy since he thought being funny was one of his most valued traits. Number two, you want a partner who can keep up. Not only does your partner have to appreciate your humor, he has to be able to get the joke. If you have to explain yourself all the time, or there are long silences where he doesn't see what you're laughing at, I would think twice about the relationship. This is exactly why I never dated someone from a foreign country. I'm not xenophobic, they just rarely got my New York Jewish sarcastic brand of humor. Number three, you're overvaluing a specific type of humor. In your words, I love the challenge and excitement that witty banter provides me. Marriage isn't about challenge and excitement. It's about kindness, comfort, and selflessness. If your boyfriend has these qualities, you may want to learn to appreciate him instead of constantly lamenting that he doesn't do stand-up on the side. When you said your exes have never been the life of the party, making me double over in laughter, I could probably intimate that it's a good thing. Life of the party guys may be charismatic, but they are often narcissistic, players, liars, and inauthentic. Not all of them, but guys who command attention often don't leave much air for everyone else to breathe. To me, this was your most insightful statement. Humor is my way of connecting with people. And that pretty much sums it up. Humor is really important. I come from a nuclear family in which every single member thought he or she was the funniest person in the family and had a rightful claim. My wife is extremely funny as well, but she's not the center of attention type. She leaves the spotlight for me. I think Ultimately, it's not about taking humor as an independent piece to be analyzed and dissected, but by evaluating your boyfriend as a whole. Do you have fun? Do you laugh? Do you get along? Can he keep up? Are you embarrassed around him? Are you bored around him? If you answer all of those questions in a positive way, then I would hold on to him, realizing that you'll still have your friends and brothers for the belly laughs, but you'll have your husband for good humor, appreciation, and everything else under the sun. You just listened to the post titled, Can I Be Happy with a Man Who Isn't Funny? 
by Evan Mark Katz of EvanMarkKatz.com. Thank you to Evan Mark Katz for letting us share this insightful post. It's always a pleasure. And please, let us know if you have a particular author in mind that you'd like us to feature here on Optimal Living Daily Relationships. We're always looking to broaden our pool of relationship content, so we'd love to hear your suggestions. Simply come by oldpodcast.com or join our Facebook group. This is actually the best way to get our attention. To join, simply search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. Thank you so much in advance for your recommendations. We really appreciate it. And that does it for today's episode. Have a fabulous rest of your day. And I hope to see you again tomorrow with a post from Steve Pavlina, all about dealing with others' insecurities, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.